Last week on This Is Gonna Hurt. Guys, I think we should go for a swim. We have magic. What's going on? None of our mouths are moving. You find yourself at what you would assume to be the base of the island. It's a giant carved rock edifice. The Shrieking Eel is going to bite down on you. And now I vomit purple lightning out of my face. Brimley's gonna look around the room, see if there's anything like that chain, like any sort of switch or anything that he could be able to get to if he climbed like along the ledges. There appears to be no chain. The room, which appears to have no bottom, is also filling with water as the central chamber fills with water. I, I look down at the where I just climbed up from and say, just keep your guard up, stay here. It's gonna it's coming around probably. And so the shrieking eel kind of does a few circles in the water, kind of like picks its head up out of breaks the surface, does a few more circles, and then swims back into the hole that it came from. Um I, I call for my rope to coil and I put it. It to does my side. so. I let go of it. <laughs> hey Lothmore, that rope's pretty nifty. Thank you. It's cool. Do you enter the room? Brimley's going to try to walk along the ledges. Where's the next... Oh, yeah, go there. What ledges? Korath. You said there were ledges, like, along the I mean, edges of the room. So let me, let me repaint this picture. So you find yourself in a big, empty room. The water level at this point is almost as high as the five ledges that I'm about to describe. There's one square-ish, uh, like, five-by-five five space, like, as soon as you walk through the circle. Then in the corners... There are ledges. There are no ledges connecting uh, okay. those things. There's no ledge around the perimeter. Gotcha. It's just in the corners. And they don't go anywhere. We don't see anything like, right. on the opposite in wall. In the middle of the room, though, in the middle of the room, though, is a platform that is rising with the water. Oh. The water is now, you know, it's now like six inches below the circle. Okay. And it appears to have stopped rising. Brimley's going to step up onto the platform. You step onto the platform. Yeah. In the back left corner of the room, a shell that must be on the wall glows bright blue. Are there any, like, runes or anything on... on it's on, it's way in the distance. Really? You can't see it. Okay. Wait, I'm sorry. On the wall outside of the room or on the room? Inside the room. Inside the room, okay. I'm still outside. I want to see where the next, like, hole is. Before I go it's in, thirty or forty feet up. So I'm imagining that when you walked in, right, to to the entire temple, the do the first door that you went in was on the left. The next door, this like the second level, was in the forward position, and so then from that same orientation, the next hole up would be on the right. Okay, all right. So I walk in the room, and do I so see a same. do I see a blue as the two shell? of you walk in the room? Two more shells in two different corners. Light up when the it is the hold on. So you're looking forward at the room, right? When Brimley walked in, it was the back left. When the two of you walked in, the back right and the kind of close right both lit up simultaneously. I walk in also, and just um, I'm just gonna do this too. Um, give my chip to Steve because Brimley warned warned me about said um. Danger. I was thinking of who was going to give it to, but mecha- like in- it's supposed to be you have to use that when they're rolling oh. a d twenty. Oh, rolling yeah. a d twenty. Yeah, oh. it doesn't. It doesn't okay. save up. Yeah. Okay, doesn't save up. Okay. So, but you walk in. That's and so the- season one. 
You walk in in the close I'm left wearing my nostalgic corner. Glasses. You walk in in the close left corner. It's super confusing. A shell lights up there. So four corners of the room. Now, the, all four of you are standing in this room. You feel the platform that you're standing on go... And it drops about two inches. And you hear... I Just constantly now. Okay, I jump over to the... Well, I want to do an acrobatic stretch. I jump over to the platform with the blue shell in the back right corner. Okay. Damn blue shell. You... To the back right corner. So you're in a room, there is no space to run, you're on a five foot by five foot platform. So you're going to have to roll me an athletics check if you want to do that. You can roll me an athletics check if you want to do that. 19. 19. With a 19, you make it to the, you catch your tummy on the ledge and your back legs hit the water. Because it's far, right? This is 15 feet, but... There's no running jump. And you get up on the ledge. Here's what you notice. The second, the second that Lorthamar left the platform, the water all around you began to lower as you hear a sound. The water around you begins to lower in both the room you're in and people remaining on the platform. See, in, and in the cylinder, the central, the main part of the tower. Is his shell still glowing blue? Yes. I touch the shell. You touch the shell, nothing happens. The water level is right. draining. Um, so, so we all need to be on the platform? I'm going to say... Now it's um, three inches low. Korath, Brimley's going to turn to Korath and say, Korath, bring me over to the back left corner. Now it's four inches low. Guys, get try okay, getting to the shells. Yeah, yeah, I bring... Over and then you go to your corner. And I go to my corner. Where am I? Um, the empty corner. Go to the left corner. <laughs> okay. Six inches low. So I, go to the, I go to the empty corner. Roll I me to, a I jump. Yeah. So at this point, it's like foot and a half, foot and a half from where the ledge is. This is athletics or? Yes. Okay. 16. You don't make it. Whoop. I tried. You just... Like your fingertips, like just hit the hit the edge of it. Also, you have to roll with disadvantage because this is a it is a uh, skill skill challenge. Wait. So let's see how bad. Oh, you oh yeah, I'm he's uh, exhausted. Oh, he, wait, no, no, he's exhausted. Yeah, yeah. still sixteen. I thought it was. Nope. No, oh, it was none too. Okay. Sorry. Still sixteen. Okay, so your fingertips catch it. You kind of plop down in the water, but. It's only a foot and a half difference. Up. You can reach up and you can pull yourself up. Okay. Okay? You do so, and nothing happens. Touch the shell. Brimley touches the shell. I touch also touch, touch the, the shell. shell. I touch the shell. Nothing happens. Crap. So all four of us touch something nothing happens? We can, like, twist it or, like, pull on it. Is there anything I can do with it? Do I bop it? I look up. What's above us? Ceiling. This is stupid. What's in the center of the room? Oh, wait a minute. Um, a floating platform. I go to the floating platform. Yeah, I, I want to yeah, stand in the floor, on the floating platform. Okay, I, so you fly over to the floating platform? Yes. I jump down to it and try and land like a Jedi. If not a Jedi, then a Sith. <laughs> <laughs> and if not that, a droid. <laughs> <laughs> like, like IG. Really awesome. You fly over to it. You're going to have to roll me another 
for HK forty-seven. Athletics check. This is another skill check. Really still trying to see if there's anything you can do with the shot, like turning or anything like that. Uh, Eleven. You miss the platform, but once again can pull yourself up. Whoa! Oh, As you're pulling yourself up, though, you hear <laughs> below you in the distance. Was that a whale? <laughs> <laughs> and so two of you are on the middle floating platform. Did the water stop? No. Okay. It is still sinking. I'm jumping over to the platform as well. Roll me a athletics check. Acrobatics of the landing, though. It's below you at this point. I will allow an acrobatics to slide. Yes. Because that's a 16. Boy. You land in the water. Okay. That looked cool while doing it, though. <laughs> no. Dang it. Well, but you're able to pull up. yourself up. Welcome to the club. I said like six times I was trying to see if I could do anything with the shell. And I told you nothing happens. You said nothing happened when I touched it. But like, uh, I can't, like, so is it, if I do like an arcana check on it, you can do any of those things. Well, I want to like try to like twist it or pull it and see if anything happens. The water is four feet below the ledges at this point. I yell up, Brimley, get down here! <laughs> I'm doing an arcana check. <laughs> uh, what is that? That's a nine. That's a sixteen. They appear to be lights. Cool. I'm gonna jump. You jump. What are you using? Korath's catching nice. ability. And also that. Korath's catching ability. <laughs> I brace Korath. You can use acrobatics. Cool. Can I aid by catching him? No. Because um... his acrobatics is his ability to leap at just the right time that he vaguely makes it to the platform. I mean, <laughs> you've, you've, got like, you've got like a few feet of arms, I guess, that you could stick out. I could step out a couple feet. It's a 19 on both my regular dice. 19. You land on Korath. Nice. And when you all four of you are on the platform in the center, the water and the ticking stops. Good thing we're not at an adventuring party of three people. That would be really inconvenient. Super unfortunate. Yeah, yeah kidding. One epic guy couldn't do this. <laughs> hey, uh, guys, just so you know, we're still surrounded by water. You know what's in here? Well, and at that point, yes, you time. see the the kind of like the back of the big eel. I jump and try and grip and try and stab it on its back. Come here! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this is the curse of the silver scales. <sighs> and and I'm going into a rage because I'm All really right. mad at it. So you. You jump, and you do that. Now, because you're jumping into the water, here's what I'm going to need you to do. Yes. I'm going to need you to roll two die. Okay. Okay, so this is like a pretend disadvantage die. Okay. Okay? If you treat it as disadvantage, and you still hit it, I'll let you do crit damage on it. Okay. Okay? If one of them hits it, it's regular. It's damage. just regular damage. Okay. Here we that go. That makes sense. No. Well, it's it's in the it's in the water because, because either way, if one of the, if 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 you treat it as oh treat it as disadvantage. So he's he's, 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 roll, it, yeah. he's rolling a regular die. So but if, if he basically if he can hit it two times, I'm letting it count as like two strikes as one. Do you know what I mean? Because he's got this gravity damage as he's coming down on it. But I'm saying you said if you roll use it, you're rolling disadvantage. 
Yeah, or not. But it's like pretend disadvantage. It's like you're rolling two d20s at once. If you if hit with both, both I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you roll for damage twice because you've got gravity. If you only hit once, you only do one damage. I did go into another rage also. Okay. Because I, I don't like this thing. You know you don't. You're okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't get exhausted from it. Um, I, I double check to be sure. All right, so this is uh, roll one. Oh boy. Ooh, that's hopefully gonna hit. Eighteen plus four, three. Not that's a twenty-seven. That'll hit. Okay. Number so two. So if you hit with the second one, I'll let you roll double damage on this thing. You're also gonna be on top of it. Oh poopy. Um that is fourteen. Does not hit. Okay. So you can still you can still roll damage against it. I was gonna ask, what what if I crit on one of them? It would have been nuts. <laughs> that's what I was hoping for. It would have been right. really cool. nuts would have just started spraying out. <laughs> if you had crit on both of them. Kill shot. Oh. Probably. Probably would have insta-killed. Wait, what, what was that? that what, wait, why, why were you rolling that? It was for... Because um, I'm gravity. jumping off the platform oh, and, like, okay. trying to just stab it. All right. Um, all right, so 1d8 plus 4. Actually, plus 6, I get plus 2. That. Oh, were you kidding me? <laughs> 8 damage. It would have been so much better if I actually I hit it twice. I could math. That'd be great. So, as Windar leaves the platform and lands on the... Heel, you hear, <laughs> and the water level again begins to drop. Is he like attached to the eel now by his sword? His sword is in the eel now, and he is, it has no arms, so he is now holding onto it as it carries him throughout the room, and it is thrashing about ish, trying to get him off of his body. Um, Korath takes one of his harpoons and throws it at the eel. Do you? Yes. Do it. Okay. I'm also going to give a bardic inspiration and go, Whoa, let's go! And gives a D8 to Korath okay. nice. to, to inspire him. Which he can use before the DM decides what happens. Yep. That is 17. It's going to hit. Okay. The harpoon plants itself into the side of the eel. Okay. Well, this is where things kind of get a little we we decided to call it harpoon. Does it stick in like a harpoon? It, it sticks in like a javelin. Like a javelin would. Okay. Okay, that's fine. Cause I'm pretty easy going, DM. I just no, want, no, no, I just no, want no, good no. stuff to happen. Well, like I mean, okay, cause like a harpoon, like in three point five, they had there was a harpoon. Whatever. Okay, and like I could pull. Sticks the in. You can pull the creature. Oh, awesome! <laughs> so when he does that. Brimley is gonna rush he off. Didn't say, he didn't say that he was pulling it any. Let him, let him right. say I, that. I, I, gotta do, I gotta do my damage. First. Oh, okay, all right, the damage. I'm sorry. Also, he sorry. he couldn't pull it anyway because it's like. Well, I know. I we're going in like, a, in like a not really initiative no, order. I, I just meant while he was attacking, Brimley was also gonna do a thing. So after he's done, if he doesn't kill it. What we do, everybody? Okay, uh, so that is going to be eleven points of damage. And then Korath, can Korath make a strength check to see if he can pull it closer to the platform? Not yet. Okay. I'm going to let you do something, <clears throat> then the eel's going to do something. Cool. Because you've showed no interest in doing anything, Lorthmar. <laughs> so Brimley is going to jump off of the platform with his orb in front of him and cast Thunder Wave. Now hear me out. <laughs> what he's going to try to do, because usually Thunder Wave would push a creature 10 feet. So he's going to like jump off. Cast Thunderwave at it and use the force to blow himself back onto the platform. 
So he wants to... He's going to rebound off of... <laughs> oh, you pb 2 <laughs> Excellent use. But you can hand that to me. So, that's awesome. So you're going to jump so off awesome. and go that's boom! Sweet. And, then, and then just send yourself back right. up. That's awesome. Yeah. That was I love it. All right, cool. Do it. Yeah. I think I... Oh, I, I have, oh, you do save. You make a constitution saving throw. So how so, are we doing right. that? I'm going so to roll with disadvantage. I have to also because... But um, it's a fifth... How long is it? I don't, I don't have to jump at the part that you're on. I'm on. I'm still How like. How big is the thing? Oh. Yeah, it hits. It's me. a 15 foot cube originating from you, but I can just be turned a little bit. That's I, true. You can like target his head. Yeah, just target the turn. half that okay, Cora, uh, window's not on. Because like I, I imagine that like just one hump of the eel came out, and I was like, "That's it!" And I just like went for it. That's what I thought happened. Yeah, that's what is that's that what, is what happened. But now as it's as it's like you're it's like on it, it's like coming up yeah. and trying to like break the surface of the water because okay. for some reason that's going to help shake you off. Okay. Well, it's desperate. What do I roll? Um, uh, you have to roll a Constitution saving throw. You got to be. You have to beat a 15. I do. Both times? Uh, 19 and 20. Damn. Okay. Plus mods. Um, on a successful save, he takes half as much damage and he isn't pushed, so I would just land on him, I guess. Yep. You're All in right. the water now. So... And so he takes four damage. Now, I was jumping at him, so am I, like, on him? No, you're in the water. Okay. So, the eel... Uses his turn. We've created initiative order. <laughs> it's gonna go. It's gonna go. Windar, Korath, Brimley, the Eel, Lorthem. Okay, if this, if this is the direction that this is going, um, I'm sorry, guys. No, it's all good. It's gonna happen eventually. <laughs> so my my dice hands. Cool. Dice hands were starting to get itchy. The the Eel is gonna use its turn to turn itself and pick at the javelin that's in its side. And as it's biting the javelin, one of its many teeth catches the rope and separates from the, the rope from the javelin. Cuts it free. It happens. Lorthamar, if you'd like to do something. I'd like to cast <laughs> Ray of Frost <laughs> at the eel. Okay. To slow it down. Do I roll? A notch. No, I roll. Okay. 24. It's going to hit. We're going to have some sushi, boys. <laughs> some unagi. Ooh. Unagi power. Uh, so our food is ruined. <laughs> 11 points of damage, and he is slowed by 10 movement speed. All right. It is Windar. He is on this thing. He's holding on. How far away is the harpoon from me? It is, like, to your left. Like two or three feet forward from you. Okay, so what I do is first I put my shield on my back, so I have two free hands. So my AC goes. Your down. shield was on your arm. Yeah. <laughs> my my AC. It's, it's gonna. It's okay. So it's the shield isn't something you hold. It's something that has to be strapped to you. Yeah, it's on my arm. So, so it's you're I'm gonna right. have like I don't know that you could hold on to a sword. All right, so I. While it was on your back the whole time. <laughs> no. No, what what I'm going to do is, because I'm using everything one-handed, because I mean, I have to, but anyway. I mean, I'm, I'll, I'm taking, I'll let you let go of your shield and do something with your hand. Yeah, what I'm going to do is... It's I'll, just loosely dangling from I'll, your, but it's still strapped to you. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. all right, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, you I, don't have to put your whole shield away if you're going to, like... Like, your shield you know is I mean? here. I, I, wouldn't let you, I wouldn't let you, like... You know, swing a mall like that. I feel like what I want to do, it would, I don't know, it, it kind of suits it. What I want to do is, I want to, it's going to be so, 
hard to do. I want to try and grab the harpoon and, you know, kind of like iron cross myself with my sword and the mm-hmm. harpoon and then take my sword hand and wheel it over and implant it into the, the, into the eel again. Oh, that's cool. And, like, I feel like my shield might get in the way, so I would just, like, throw it off and be like, get out of here! And no, I think, I think it. it'd be fine. I, oh, okay. Jeremy, I was going to give you an inspiration. Oh, Jeremy's <laughs> going to cash in his black chip to let you do that with advantage. I think you could, I think you would definitely use that, because really you're just reaching out to grab onto something else. Like, you're not, you're and not you're moving your to arm too much. Okay. And then you're using your, your free arm to remove your sword and stab it into him. So, okay. you may make an attack... Uh, this is the my regular die. The, ooh, that is a 19 plus a whole bunch of stuff. That's a 28. 28 you is... Good. Your, you should that, roll with advantage. You should yeah. roll with no, advantage. That, that, that's the first one. Okay. And then the advantage will be... A if, it's a, if it's a crit, I'm going to poop. If, if it's a crit, he's going to poop. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it just knocked over. I'm glad I moved Cora yeah. over here. I'm, so, I'm sorry, Alex. <laughs> that's okay. That is an 18. With the so it's the it's gonna hit okay and that is one d eight roll an extra d eight for a d four as you like grab and put pressure on the harpoon okay and then as you when you're pulling your sword out of the eel you're doing a d four for each of those so you could roll two d fours actually that's actually better roll two d four okay extra. Um, so I will do the... Wait, it's my harpoon. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so longsword damage is 1d8 plus 6. It's 9, and then the d4... Whoops. The d4s are 4. Nice. So I'm doing 13 points total. Korath. Okay. You're up. All right, so how, how far is the... Uh, like eel from like the platform right basically now. what i'm imagining is so you're in this you're like standing on this floating platform which is churning quite a bit now as the eel thrashes around the water in this room is like right. kicking up i'm imagining the eel just kind of like swerving in and out near the surface of the water kind of hitting the wall trying to like shake and he's kind of just like circling around the platform kind of like cycling in and out trying to do it. So it's like nearby. At some point during its thrashing, would I be able to hit it with my hammer? Or no? Should I be... Probably not. Okay, so then... Still it's 25 by 25 foot room, so it's thrashing in and out maybe like, I don't know, five or six feet. Okay, so Korath... It's probably not close enough. Korath reaches behind his back where he has his newly bought harpoons, and he takes another harpoon, ropeless harpoon, Okay. And uh, goes for another attack. Do it. And how oh, wait? How far is the the eel from Korath? Like he has to throw it, right? Yeah, he's like ten feet, oh. maybe. Okay. Because I was imagining, like, if he was close, you know, trying to like, like native. No, fish, no, he's no. Like, no. He's kind of skirting around the outside of the room. Okay. That's <laughs> that's that's a uh, sixteen. Sixteen will hit. Sixteen will hit. Okay, cool. Did you use the bardic inspiration? I use that immediately. Okay. <laughs> immediately. <laughs> okay. So that is... <laughs> For some reason in my head, I started multiplying. Rather than... <laughs> I was like, whoa, that's crazy. 35 million. <laughs> okay, that's... <laughs> Nine points of damage. Right. <laughs> Brimley? Oh, wait, no, no, no. Ten, ten points of damage. My bad, my bad. Is it dead now? It's not dead. But 
as it gets hit with that second harpoon, Windar feels it slow down rapidly. Like it feels this thud and the whole thing just kind of pauses, kind of like suspended. And then it just kind of slowly kicks back in. In my head, I, I'm, I'm like, oh, maybe I should use speak with animals. I'm like, it's too late. What's he going to say? I'm just doing my job. <laughs> <laughs> Supposed to protect this blame. <laughs> I don't get paid enough for I this. I was handing you guys pamphlets. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Steve? What is okay. Brimley going to do? So the next time the eel comes past Brimley and is thrashing. Right, you're, you're just kind of like kind of in the, in the water. sinking. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to try to grab onto the harpoon, one of them, and see if I can go along for the ride. Everyone gets a harpoon. Everyone gets a harpoon. <laughs> That's why I bought All right, it's roll great. me a dex check. Cool. To try to grab it as this. It is moving fairly slow at this point. Uh, it's a 15. You, are, you successfully grab the harpoon. Cool. Is that my turn or can I make an attack? You can make an attack. I'm going to ray of frost it on, this, on its thing and try to like... You're gonna frost. I'm gonna frost the. It's it's. Frost side. Like frost side. I don't. Does it have a backside? It's an eel. <laughs> it's a, yeah. It has front. A, it's front. Just, frost its side side. Say it's a frost its dorsal. But side. I want to like <laughs> like put my hand or like the orb. I guess the orb right up against it. So it's not like an overall attack. Like it's really concentrated on one area. Because after this, I want to punch that and break into its skin. Got oh. it. All right. Do it. <laughs> we Do have it. got it. The cashing in of Craig's black chip. To allow him to roll with advantage. <laughs> Can I, have I want this to happen. <laughs> this, this is like brutal brick night. Oh my god. Um, but it's a 17. It hits. Alright. Just like that's an oh my goodness. So that's an eight. Um so eight frost damage. And do, do I like really frost that like one spot? So what happens is also its speed is reduced by 10. It the whole thing, so this ice. Just like you see like reverse icicles Mm -hmm. grow off of it. So you're using a freezing spell underwater. So just this like these like icicles just kind of like spikes just kind of grow off the spot. And you see the whole thing's body just stop moving. Oh, cool. And it begins to just kind of like sink a little. As the eel dies, you see this kind of blue, flowy spirit kind of just ooze fluidly out of its body and just kind of like, in the same kind of behavior as the eel, just kind of like flow back into the hole that it originally came from. All right, I'm going to try to... The whole time you hear... I lose the eel. So Brimley's going to swim over to the platform now and... Grab my Grab my weapons. Grab my weapons! I pull out the I don't harpoon. think Brimley would have enough strength to pull the harpoon out while he's trying to swim over to the platform. Give me a sec. I pull out my sword, sheath it, and then I pull out the... I try and, like, you know, yank the harpoon out, the one I was holding, from okay. the eel, and I swim over. I'm imagining the both eel. of them being close enough that you can kind of just, like, grab both and kick off and... Okay. Yeah. And I, before I go, actually, I... I You're trying to swim, Brimley? Yeah, I'm hoping somebody armor? sticks something out that I can grab onto. How far down is it? I wasn't using my second attack. Like 10 feet. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's like 10 I feet down. I send my rope of that climbing to him and I fa- tell it to fasten to him. 
So as you're just struggling mm-hmm. in your heavy armor, this rope slithers through the water. Cool. And grab, it fastens itself to your... your uh, but I, I want it to like seem like it's some sort of sea snake and kind of like drag <laughs> him down so a little bit. Like kind of grabs his foot and like drags him down a little bit. Okay, so you feel... So you don't see what I saw, what I said. You feel a wrapping around of your leg... This and is you really feel yourself because Brimley would try to get away. You so feel, now I have to roll to try to get away from the rope that's saving me. You feel yourself, but well, it's it's firmly wrapped on you. Okay. You feel yourself get pulled down, and then stop, and then it pulls you <laughs> back, and you find yourself thrown from the water, and you land on the platform yo, in the middle. Yo, Lorthamaz a gnome fisherman. <laughs> okay, we're all on the platform. He is a fisherman. He's a gnomerman. <laughs> so now that you're here, the the ledges above you are like. 15 feet up. <laughs> There's was only like 10 feet of water left in this room. Now you're down here. Okay. Mm. Sorry, guys. So now we're all on this platform. Okay, so we need to have weight on this platform. Harpoon the eel's Korath, body yeah. and pull it up. Yeah. Korath uh, takes a um, harpoon with a rope on it. Okay. And he... How deep, how far down is the, the eel? It's kind of just hanging. There's only 10 feet is of it, water. It's pretty big. Can he just hit it from the surface? Does he have to dive down? Yeah. Okay. Korath does it. that. He pulls it up. He drags it up. He pull, um, Do I need to make a strength check or can we just nah, assume? it's fine. Dead weight. Okay. So pulls it up, puts it on the platform. Korath, how big is this thing? So I said it was like you said it was like two to feet, a three. foot or so in in thickness, and it was right. like fifteen feet long. It's a pretty big animal. Okay, so it's coiled up on the thing. I want. Okay, so Korath will step into the air off the thing and note it and listen for the sound. There is no sound. He picks up Brimley and, <laughs> <him> <laughs> and there, listens for a sound. There is no sound. Okay. Drop, so. drop everybody off on ledges. Yeah, and then, then let's uh, let's get on ledges and think of our next. Lothmar, I think you're up next with that fancy rope. Yeah, I send my rope of climbing to one of the ledges, and I thought. Which back. ledges are you going? I'm to? going to back left. The the main ledge we entered the room on. Okay, so Brimley is in the back left. Korath wants to go back to the room that we first came up to this level from and see if the water in that room is receded as well. Like the main cylinder. The main cylinder? The main cylinder. The main cylinder, the water is, it seems to be... Where it was. No, no. It seems to be at the same level as the room room that you're in. That we can gauge. Like, you can't really see it. Like, if you look on both sides, you're like, that's about as high. Uh, Okay, so Korath then... Dives down and goes back into the room that we were in previously. Is the chain in a different location than it was when we left? No. It's in the same location. Correct. Okay. Korath goes back up to the level with everyone. Windar yells up to everybody. Hey, um, this is going to sound really weird. Hey, Korath, can you, like, can you go to each shell and see if they have anything different or do they all look the same? Korath does this. Are they all the same shell? So you read, I think you would know this, that each shell has a number, one, two, three, and four. Hey, guys. We took a long break. It was hot, and we wanted air conditioning. Air conditioning? I feel like maybe I should say something after that. We haven't used any maps today because that was a weird battle. That was kind of yeah. crazy. I was um, not expecting a battle at this point. Yeah. You are just expecting us to just, just ignore kinda, the eel? just kind of happened. 
Sorry. I was expecting you to just kind of like race around it. You know, just like... What do you mean race around No, it was an obstacle and just like avoid it. <laughs> Easiest way to avoid race it. Race around the eel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's to kill it. Yeah, easiest, easiest way past an obstacle is going right. Now another it. eel shows up. We Wait. should take a picture of the empty table and be like, here's our map for this week, guys. <laughs> All right. Okay. Cool. So we are trying to figure out the mystery of this... Right. See, the, the shells have numbers on them. Yeah. The eel's on the platform. I'm still down on the middle platform because no you one just took me you up can there. climb the rope. Oh, hey, can I borrow that rope really quick? No, I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't take it away or anything. Oh, <laughs> it's just there. Just, it's just it's tied right now to the the original platform that we walked into the room, and you can just climb it. Oh, all right, so I do that. Okay, so Brimley is in the back left. Lorthamar and Windar are in the entrance. Korath is where room. I'm in the main uh, shaft right now. Okay. So I'm going to move away from the main shaft and then uh, go into the room with everyone in the platforms. Can Has anyone noticed anything that might add more water? I could spit in it, but that would be kind of gross. be a lot of spit. The shells have numbers. All right. I think I'm like number three, so I'm going to go there. Who thinks they're number one? I'm number one. Duh. For being short. <laughs> Height order. From... <laughs> From the, the not, from the forward left, right. meaning the left, like directly left is the entranceway, that would be one. Back left would be two. Okay, so Back I'm right would be then. three. Close right would be four. Wait. So, so I'm at number two. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, this is going to be really weird. Oh, it's going to take a long time, but... All right, <laughs> really? everyone... Yeah, seriously. All right, Korath, because you have the most mobility. Go to each shell and see which, which one makes your tattoo tingle the most. It's weird, but how are we supposed to know what number we are? I don't know what number I am. Which I, tattoo? I, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, that one. <laughs> the tattoo. I call for my rope to coil. I pray on my side. It does so. Okay. I, I go to all the shells, and I notice that my arm does not is tingling probably a little bit, but not anymore for any other shells. <laughs> it's tingling the same at all. Yeah, at them, all the shells. Which okay. is to say, not at all. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Probably not at all. I mean, it was worth a shot. I don't know. It's true. I agree. It was worth a shot. Does my does my other tattoo tingle? You have another tattoo? On my opposite shoulder, I have a Brotherhood of the Timeless symbol. Ah, uh, it does not tingle. It starts ticking. Oh, there. It starts ticking. <laughs> oh, crap. Shrimp. <laughs> Can Billy do, like, an intelligence check to see if anything, like, leaps out at him? Sure. What they should do? Looking for a hint from the DM? Yeah. It's <laughs> not a good one. It's a seven. Can the shell... Do the shells... Can I pick up a shell? No. no they're, like they're, they're, they're like mounted. Brambley thinks that if he licks the shell... <laughs> is there anything above the shell? Like like a ledge... Like a, I guess a shelf, a ledge, a hole, or anything like that? Nothing... nothing can I splash water on a shell? Sure. Ooh. I splash water on a shell. Nothing happens. That's what I thought. Yes. <laughs> so I, I go over to the, the shell. The left one is the one number one, right? Yes. Okay. The the close left one. Yeah. Is there a gap that I have to climb? Or like you would cross? have to jump. Okay. Can I just use my rope to tie like a tight rope in between? Yes. Okay. I do that, and I walk over like a tight rope. You walk across the rope. Yes. Like a tight rope. No, I climb it like... Like you hang like from I it or you walk it. it? But if it's 
so much length of rope and it's just doubled over itself and over and over again in that little area. It's more like a bridge. It is like hundreds of feet. You climb. <laughs> you climb horizontally. Yeah, I climb horizontally. Yes. Yeah, Okay. that. So you hand over hand and you make it to the shelf with the one. Yeah. Do I, does it light up any differently or do I hear any sounds of no. water? We uh, all, I, how, wait, how many people are at each? I each, tell everyone to come over to my side. Yeah, let's side. all, I, I, I go, I go to Brimley, I pick Brimley up, I carry him to one, I go over to Lorthamar, I grab Lorthamar, I carry, everyone is at one right now. So you picked up Lorthamar and put him back down. <laughs> all right, uh, we're here. What? Um, when I picked up Windar, I mean. <laughs> when, uh, when Korath puts me down, I sit down cross-legged, and I'm going to do an inside check to see if I can put any of these pieces together. Sure. Uh, insight, 21. You believe, well, you noticed that when you walked in the room, three of the lights were on, and then when you walked in, a light turned on. I'm going to leave. Or I'm going to say, uh, all right, let's check here and... Have we ever considered leaving? Maybe something changed outside. How do you get to the main, to the to the entrance? I look at Korath and go, it's worth a shot. Can you, Air Korath, please? I won't, I'll, I'll keep all hands and feet in, I'm on my sides at all times. <sighs> okay. I run across the rope. Kor- Korath brings I, everyone uh, to the entrance. I want to run across the rope. Okay, you, you do your rope run. Thank you. You're all at the entrance. I walk out of the room. We walk out of the room. Do all the lights go off? Okay, if everyone else walks in the room, I'm staying in the room. No, when some or all of you leave the room, nothing happens. The lights, the don't lights change. stay on. Okay. Korath, this is going to sound really weird. You guys were close at one point. I think we should go to each one and like do something with them in order of number. That's the only thing I can think of. But, hey... Um, I'm going to sense Brimbley's thought process. Because he's faster than me, so he probably came to this conclusion first. Hey, Brimbley, you thinking what I'm thinking? Do you want to do all four at each? Just yeah! Hop, hop across each and see what happens? Only if you shut one. your face. I don't know. <laughs> he's envious of the idea. <laughs> Dude, I want all four quarters. You don't get any! You're going to have... Stop it! <laughs> shut it! Where are hey! we? Where are hey! we? <laughs> Wait, where are hey. we? You're in the entrance hall. I Shut pa- your face! I palm Brimley and <laughs> push him to the water. <laughs> Brimley, he pushes you. I'm going to try to do a deck save to get out of the way. Okay. Cutting words. This is for your own good. You're going to push me into the water for my own good? Yeah. 22 minus 6 is uh, 16. You don't get out of the way, but as he pushes you, you kind of stumble back. And as you begin to fall, you grab the edge of the okay. platform. Stop being dumb. <laughs> you can't have my corners! <laughs> Dude, why'd you push me? <laughs> what? Dude. Okay. Dude, oh, we, okay, so Dude. we all take a position at a corner. Is that agreed? We take a position at a corner? Are we, I th- or are we all going to the same corner? <sighs> Let's do all different, this. Different corners. Different corners first. If that doesn't, if nothing happens, everyone at the same corner, and we'll all go. You know, one, two, three, four, and see what happens. With cool. That. Which corners do you all go to? So when I originally came in, my light turned on in the number two corner. Correct. So I want to go there. Okay. 
my light turned on in, I don't know, four? You were four. All right, you were so one. Last. One? I go to one. I oh. was three, I think. And I'll go to four. Pretty sure when I walked in, the back right corner lit up. I when you two third. walked in, three and four came on simultaneously. Oh, you guys got to play switchies. Okay, so... We'll and earlier, one of you was here and one of you was here. Okay, so you go... I was originally at three and the water started to sink. I would go to four, you go to three. Okay. So, once you have reached those positions, you hear the water level begin to rise and the platform with the dead eel <laughs> rises with it. Wait, that's good meat! <laughs> okay. So. And it rises and rises and rises and we rises. We gotta get to the next hole! Korath, fly us up there! Wait, 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 wait. Let's wait till the Korath water fills first up. steps off the platform real quick and notices if the, the water the ledge. stops. Does it stop rising again? It does not stop rising. Okay. All right, so Korath brings people to the the floating platform as it keeps floating up. No, we don't want to go up in this oh. room. We'll go up in the... Oh, yeah, so, okay, so everyone should go to... That room, swim over that room. Uh, Korath is going to uh, loot the body of the eel. Is there anything on it? Your harpoon. I didn't no, take it I, out. No, I brought I those got back. This back. I brought those I thought you only skeletons, maybe in its belly, if you were to like eviscerate it. Korath does so. I call for my rope to coil <laughs> Some up. Skeletons, fish. Is there any like mostly on them? no? Okay. I, I yell. Okay, Get me a scale, please. Korath grabs a scale. It's, 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 an it's an eel. It's an eel. They don't have scales. Well, I'll take a piece of skin. All right, just like rips Blubber. off just a sheet of skin. <laughs> what am I going to do with this? We'll find out. And I put it in my pocket. All right. It's a sheet of skin. So you guys are like swimming over to the... I, I call my rope to coil to me, okay. by the way. And Korath is... Uh, Korath's swimming as well. I don't want to waste all of my... Uh... We're wearing armor. you got to fly us, man. Yeah, you probably couldn't swim. So you and me, got, you got to fly us up to the next ledge. All right, fine. Uh, okay. So, Brindley and I... I mean, really, how much time has gone past since all... It's been pretty quick. It's been pretty quick. I have four hours that I can use. All right. Next stage. All right. So, me and Korath are up on the next hole. Yes. Are you guys swimming up there? Are they... Oh, we got the rope, I guess. They can climb up. What is Mark? Do you want to... I do so. You going to try to use the rope? To grab on. To get to the next ledge? Mm -hmm. Okay. You do so. Korath catches... Does the thing. So you guys kind of stand in the doorway while they're climbing. Call for it to fasten, and I climb. Yeah, while I, they're but while they're also climbing, I'm actively pulling them up as well. I follow okay. Lothamar. Also. So you get them pretty quick up yeah. there. So you find yourself in what seems to be the last doorway. You've got another thirty feet up, and then you there's the ceiling with the big hole. Now that you're closer, you see that there's really nothing on the other side of that. Just kind of like a you know, shells and things like that, just kind of like pressed and glued onto the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Inside the room is a figure wearing a cloak. In the corners of the room, there are, once again, these columns of water. This time, there's shells in lots of different places, just scatter on the floor and the ceiling, and they're all glowing in eerie blue. You see a strange sight. So there's kind of this, like, not quite a puddle of water in front of this figure who has their back to you, but it's kind of like um, almost like a light blue gelatin. And every second that you look, it's just kind of like slowly just like puddling out more and more 
very defeated. So you see the, you see this figure kind of like holding like a cantaloupe-sized ball of ice in this hand, and they kind of just drop it on the floor, and it just shatters. <coughs> and there they are. When the ore breaks, something very similar happens. And the, it just kind of like this, like, uh, I don't know how to even describe it. It's almost like gaseous, but it, it moves more like water. And it finds one of those pillars, and it just kind of like flows upward into the pillar. This spirit emits out of this ice ball. Hey, what's that light? Was the eel one of yours? Mm. I draw my bow. Likewise, draw my sword. While they do that, I want to cast True Strike as a cantrip in preparation. Okay. Craft. It's a good idea. Magic weapon. So, this figure turns around, and they push down their hood. And I think the first thing you would see is a red beanie, a red woolen cap. Cool. And you... Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> and you see this person. And the, I guess the, the next thing you would notice would be this, like, almost like, um, not quite a Bane mask, but just kind of this, like, metal plate kind of covering from their chin all the way to, like, right below their nose. And you see, like, screws essentially, like, that you assume will go through the metal and into their jaw. And then upon further inspection, you see a set of eyes that you know. You see a set of eyes no. that you traveled with. No! You see a set of eyes that you once upon a time rescued. Can I go into like... A you see Toko standing before you, and he drops the cloak around him, to reveal just this ragged and ripped tunic and a body that has obviously been beaten and scarred beyond belief. And when his eyes see you, this his brow becomes twisted with rage. Roll initiative. Thank you for listening. While you're waiting for the next episode, visit us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where our usernames are Gonna Hurt D&D, or check out our website at thisisgonnahurtdnd.com. Feel free to email any questions or comments to thisisgonnahurtinfo at gmail.com.